organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book, you are in the right place. At the right time to learn how to write your book. Hi, I'm Joyce Glass. And I'm Sherry Lynn Bisbano, and welcome to The Right Hour, nonfiction tips from The Right Coach team. We are so glad you joined us today. Welcome to episode 1205 of The Right Hour. I have another rising star for you to meet today. Adrian Maribel shares his writing journey and how it sparked an idea for a business for him. We discuss ways to turn your book into a business and a brand. Adrian is a founding member of the Write My Book Boot Camp and is now creating a podcast to further his reach. He's a writer, speaker, and angel investor who focuses on the long-term growth of businesses. His ability to touch different areas of business has been amazing. The impact he's made with the firms he's worked with has created better transparency among the different teams and the feeling of empowerment by these employees to do more than just their daily job. The initiative he takes to learn about people and how to grow their careers and knowledge while growing and scaling a company has brought more efficiency and retention to the teams he has helped. His passion is around business operations, growing talent, and creating safe, inclusive environments, which makes him an amazing venture capitalist. May his writing journey inspire you. All right, I'm excited today to have with me another one of the Right Coach success stories. Welcome, Adrian. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And... Adrian uh, met him a couple years ago. It's been like three or four years now, hasn't it? And we kept yes. in touch, and he had this really good book idea. But by the time he actually got to work with me, he said, I've got a totally different idea now. <laughs> and so that's kind of what happens with time is our, our ideas change and morph. But tell us a little bit about you and then your journey to becoming a writer. Okay. Well, I first want to say I still want to write that original uh, book that I thought of, but I felt like where I am in my life now is, you know, a lot different than it was, what, four years ago, maybe five years mm-hmm. ago. And um, this was a perfect time for me and my career. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a child. My parents taught me about money early They taught me about sales, relationships, and then, you know, I've gone to college and done all of these things, and I became interested in, you know, mergers and acquisitions, and, you know, I learned a lot from the jobs that I worked in. I was like, you know what? I really like this private equity stuff and buying and selling businesses, and that was kind of the direction I wanted to go. So about two years ago, um, I met this guy. I'm actually on vacation with right now as we're going through this podcast. <laughs> um, and I, de- I decided, um, you know, it was a perfect time to start investing. He owned a part of, um, angel investing firm with a group of investors. And, um, you know, I invested in my first company at the beginning of 2019. Uh, and it's been just a crazy journey ever since, you know, when I got into this area, I just became a student um, mm-hmm. of angel investing and everything that it entailed. And personally, I was just taking a lot of notes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, questions I could ask. Why, why should I ask them? Uh, why it's important that I ask these questions? And I ended up with over 200 questions. Oh, wow. And then when we spoke again, uh, when we spoke again, you know, I was like, you know, I had these questions. I could probably turn this into a book. Yeah. Um, and and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> With a book that is, um, well, I'm finished editing it. You're still perusing back through it. But yes. I, well, what really got you interested in the angel investing? Because that's a little different from your nine to five job, which uh, you do. So what, what kind of spurred that idea? So, um, the angel investing, it was almost by happenstance uh, for me, really, because, you know, I knew that I wanted to be in that, that industry of buying and selling businesses, investing in businesses. But it was really just meeting this guy through, you know, a couple of, you know, business partners that I had. So I, I do have a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, I have, you know, a startup business. And, um, you know, through that startup business, I met some really, really great people who introduced me to uh, the guy who's now the managing partner of this um, this investment firm. And I felt like that was a really good fit into the private equity space to start as at angel investing and looking from the perspective of, of an entrepreneur who has gone through mm-hmm. you know, pitch, pitching their business and going through the due diligence and all those processes uh, in order to get funding. So right. as a founder, I've been through that. And now that I've joined the fray of investors, you know, I felt like I had a perspective from both angles. Right. And you know, I've had a lot of people ask me to meet them for coffee or lunch or dinner to kind of pick my brain about uh, angel investing and how I got into it and what could they do. And that's when, you know, it was really more prevalent to me to write the book. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because now you could say instead of, you know, because there's only so much time in the day and only so many coffees you can do that <laughs> you can say, hey, I've written a book. Here it is. And what I love and, and the next, you know, the next question I have for you is how do you want this book to help people? But what I love and this is something that you and I talked about when we started working together is like, OK, I've got these two different angles. How am I going to put them in one book? Um, because Technically, it could be two separate books, you know, one for founders and one for investors. But I said, well, why don't you marry the two and give both perspectives? And that's what you did. And I love how you kind of broke the book up because some of it is more from the founder's perspective at first. Right. And then and then it moves to more of the investor perspective. So you have them both in there. And the other thing I thought of that was so unique about this is, and you can tell us more about this, there isn't really a book like this. So explain that uh, in this question. Yeah, that is true. So um, a lot of due diligence uh, conversations or what happens after the pitch to get funding is, you know, usually for businesses at larger stages, um, you know, they're about to be bought or sold. Um, you know, they're they're going to the IPO stage, which is um, initial public offering, which means they're going to have a code on the Nasdaq or, or mm-hmm. um, a stock a stock ticker number. So, a lot of the books that I, I read was you know 
know, for the more mature business. Right. right. And then um, I felt like from a founder's perspective, some of the questions, you know, we've seen them on Shark Tank and all these other TV shows, but there's never a reason, you know, there's always different questions that you, you could ask. Um, but, you know, people don't understand, well, why did he ask me that question? It doesn't make sense, you know, because you know, I, I gave him this pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so why should she or he or she ask me this additional question? It just doesn't make sense. Right. And then, you know, from a angel investor standpoint, you know, no one's giving people the the um, the knowledge to getting it into startup investing because there's so much red tape behind it, and you know, there's some easy right. ways to get in into it, and you know, there, I mean, there's some networking you can do to get into it, but there's also some government regulations involved. Um, so a lot of people don't talk about that. They just see people doing it and they say, I want to do it too, because it sounds like the, the newest, you know, uh, trend in, in investing. So I, you know, I haven't found a book like that. And, and to give it from both angles, I think really adds a lot of support to it because me being from both sides and knowing, knowing others and both sides who have interviewed people you know, who are angel investors, learning some common mistakes. I've interviewed entrepreneurs, get their perspective on funding. And um, I just haven't seen that in the the industry. And to put it, like you said, to put it together from both perspectives, I think really has helped those who have, you know, gotten a preview of the book so far. Wonderful. And I love that. I love that because you are, it's the same topic. And some founders, like you, like you, may become investors, and some investors may become founders. They may decide to start their own business, and they need some funding, and they know then they'll understand the process from the other end even better. So I like that. Well, what has this writing process taught you about yourself? Oh man, uh, it has taught me patience <laughs> for one. <laughs> Um, what did you have to be patient with you know the the editing editing process for me was a little long um, longer than I expected to be but it was a good long right because I want it to be right when it when it's published also you know there's um, you know book proposals and marketing that has to be done and it's made me really look at myself as a brand um Mm -hmm. You know, how do I want to create a business around this book and whatever else comes with it, coaching, speaking, uh, consulting, whatever. So it's it's made me learn more about myself. And, you know, I think you kind of mentioned a little bit about what you want people to get out of the book. And I had to ask myself first, like, what is my brain? Um, and I did this exercise a couple of years ago and you know, I figured out that my mission is to supercharge reinvention is what I call it. Basically giving people an open mind of something that they've always wanted to do and just didn't know how to do it. Just opening up opportunities for people um, to reinvent themselves in a way, no matter if it's, you know, a small reinvention or a large reinvention, like a complete uh, career change into entrepreneurship or into corporate America. So, um, you know, figuring that out, 
um, was great. And yes. then I, I, I meshed that with the book, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what I wanted, um, you know, people to get out of it. So, and um, yeah, it just taught me a lot about myself. I love that you had um, used this also to think about the business side. And that's something that we learned or taught in the Write My Book Boot Camp. Because Adrian is actually one of the founding members of the Write My Book Boot Camp. And that's something that he loved was, oh, I could create a business out of this too. That's cool. And figuring out how to do that. And actually, you are actually on those next steps because you told me right before we started you were working on your own podcast correct yes i am and that and that was really you know part of that expansion of the business um you know there was a conversation about how do i structure this because you know around the business once again there could be speaking there could be the book there could mm-hmm. be podcasting dollars right um, so how do, how do i structure that as well so um I have a firm understanding of that now, which is great. But, um, I mean, it, it's not just the book, you know? Right. And, it, and I think that if you want to, if you want to publish a book, I think that's fine. Just publish the book. But if you want to, you know, build something out of this book, um, you have to create a business about it. Right. Exactly. And that's something that I say all yeah. the time and it's on my website. A book is more than a book <laughs> because, mm-hmm. There is so much you can do with it. It's just the introduction or the the intro piece to learning about you or your business. So I love that. Well, what has helped you write better? Because you know you you've been through college, you're educated, you're and masters and all that good stuff. And um, but what has helped you in writing better? Because writing for an audience and writing a, a research paper are two different things. And I'm sure you figured that out pretty quick. <laughs> yes. Um, nothing about my undergrad and graduate degrees helped me write this book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Um, you know, there's. I think there's a couple of things, right? First is um, having great editors. So thank you for that. You're um, Also, always taking notes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I, for this particular book, I've been taking notes for two years, like almost every day, mm-hmm. uh, different notes, doing a lot of research, taking notes to research. And I use Evernote. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of our first conversations was about Evernote and the many things I could do with it. And I've been doing it. I've been taking personal notes. If I read an article in the newspaper, you know, I tag the note, add it to my snippet, uh, to my Evernote. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I was, when I was ready to write the book, I had content. Right. I had things that I could reference back to and I could put it into, you know, I can take those 200 plus questions as well as all of the, you know, current events and things of that sort and start organizing a book around it. First, it started from scratch. Right. Um, yeah. So I did not plan to write this book at all. It was, you know, kind of an afterthought once I realized all this content that I had. And it was basically from taking notes. So using the Evernote that you taught me about and the methods of organizing and sorting through Evernote, I took, you know, news articles when I saw a news article and I snipped it to make sure that, you know, I, I kept it in my, my notebook. And it was so helpful. 
because, you know, I could lay out all of these notes and then current events behind them. And it was a great start to the book for us to start from scratch. All right. And, you know, Toastmasters is something that I, you know, every time we talk, we go through like a boot camp or a class, it's like, oh, Toastmasters was so great for me because it helps you realize how to present to an audience mm-hmm. and how to capture them in a way that they, they continue to listen to you and be engaged. And I think that was really helpful in uh, making my writing better. And then, of course, having great editors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and I love what you're talking about, the research. Because, and that's something that some people, you know, don't think about. They start writing. And you can you can research before and you can research during and you can research, you know, after you've written some and then go back and add it. There's never a bad time to research, but it is always good to have some on the front end just because then you have some meat to your bones of your book and then you know where you're going. So I like that. I like that you you had that, especially with the kind of book you are writing. It, it's it's pretty research heavy because you needed to have concrete evidence and proof of, okay, this is what happens here. And this is what happens here. And if they ask this question, this is why they're asking this question. So I, I get that. And, and it does, well, it does depend on the book. And sometimes it's good to just write if depending upon the topic, if it's something personal, it may be easier to just kind of write it out and then go back and do some research to see where you can add the more layers of information to it, but with what you were doing, definitely research first was important. Well, tell us a little bit about your writing time. Did you have a consistent time you wrote? Did you write daily? Or what are some things that worked for you and some things that didn't? For those that can't see, which is everybody, because this is a podcast, I, Adrian's over here chuckling. So, <laughs> so tell us about this. Yes. So, you know, when you have a nine to five job and it's a business, a wife and a kid, uh, nothing's ever ever normal, but I found myself um, writing either early in the morning or late at night. But I believe that I wrote better uh, early in the morning. So you know, my my daughter and my wife would get up around eight o'clock, but I would get up around five forty five, six o'clock, and you know, I would get up, brew uh, uh, some tea, and sit on the porch, and I would write. Mm-hmm. And that was my quiet time to to, you know, have some fresh eyes on what I've already written as well as, um, you know, all of the, the the noise of the day hadn't started for me. So, you know, my mind was fairly clear. Um, and then, you know, I, I ended up, you know, as the book was coming to an end, doing more editing in the evening Mm -hmm. and then writing in the morning. So that was, that was helpful for me because, you know, it wasn't always writing or it wasn't always editing. Right. you know, a little bit different for me, but it wasn't daily. It was not daily. Um, but I tried to schedule the time. I tried to schedule it. So yeah, uh, that was helpful. On average, what do you think you, when you were doing the intense writing part on average, about how many hours do you think you were spending on writing and editing during the week? There's no wrong answer to this, by the the way. (laughs) Part of it, maybe, yeah, I, I know there is no wrong answer to writing a book. Um, probably eight hours, at least, at least. Yeah, 
And that's good. I mean, two hours a day, about four days a week. Right. And see, that's, that's the thing that I love to tell people all the time. You've got to work it around your schedule. And, you know, sometimes for some people that getting up and doing it first thing, it works for them. And some people it doesn't. Some people it's better at night, but some people's mid afternoon, you know, whatever works for you. And that's why I love to ask this question because your answer may resonate with somebody who's listening and they're like, Oh, I hadn't tried that yet. I might try that idea. And that way people get to hear the different viewpoints. And I love that. Um, because like I said, there's no right or wrong answer as long as you continue it. And, you know, the, my whole thing is I don't want you writing for, you know, a, one or two weeks and then take three months off <laughs> because yeah. you, you either, you know, you're overwhelmed or you're not sure what to do next or life happens and you know, your job's crazy busy or something and you can't get to it. If you can do like grace talks about writing 15 minutes a day. And that was what on her podcast mm-hmm. the other week is, you know, if that works for you, then do 15 minutes a day. Cause at the end of the week, if you wrote $500, 500 words over about a week's time, that I think that was like, well, that's 2,500 words if you just did five days a week. Mm-hmm. So right there, that's almost a chapter. Or it could be a chapter depending upon how long your chapters are. And, and so you got to think of it that way. And I love, I love how you did that. Well, what words of advice or encouragement do you have for writers who may be struggling to write their book or maybe they're not sure what the next step is? What what advice do you have for them? Um, first of all, start. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, cre- create an audience of two to three people. Um, you can interview them, ask them questions about uh, your book. Well, I mean, I did it as a nonfiction book, right? Right. And, I knew some people that were angel investors who um, just started. I knew some people who were entrepreneurs who were looking to get funding. And then I also knew a couple of people who wanted to become angel investors. So, you know, what are you looking for? What questions do you, what you want to ask as, as a founder? What's important to you when, when doing your, um, uh, your pitch and your due diligence? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found a lot of answers just through, knowing that I had an audience that I could reach out to. But also when I wrote the book, I tried to keep that audience in mind. Right. So if I'm sitting in, in, in the living room with, you know, the guy who wants to be an angel investor, but doesn't know how, what messages do I want to provide him? Um, and, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, the writing piece of it too is, you know, writing daily, I think is great. Um, but you also need to read as well. Yeah. So reading, reading, reading other material uh, will help you get your, your mind going and your juices flowing when you're, especially when you have writer, writer's block. And if you're writing daily, you don't necessarily have to write um, your book. It could be some poetry or something that kind of, you know, builds that creative mm-hmm. creativity within you. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I, found myself writing poetry just to kind of get out how I feel for the week. Right. Um, but I, I think that was, that, that was both of those were, were helpful for me, but I'm telling you, you know, it doesn't matter if it takes you, you know, 90 days or 
nine months or a year, I just get started and do it if it's something that you want to do. And, you know, there's a community like yours who, you know, everyone supports each other. And if you have any questions, you can always ask, you know, on the, on the Facebook group. And there's other people who feel just like you. They're, you know, frustrated because they may have an idea. They don't know how to start or where to start. And there's just so many encouraging people in the book community in general. So tap into that. Yes. And that, I think that's important that you have a community and that support. It is it, it, because when you do get tired or kind of confused or maybe you just want some feedback on what you're doing, that's a great place to go to and say, Hey, I'm working on this. What do you think? And I have actually a couple different places for people to join writers and community. There's a free Facebook group called write my book. If you just search on Facebook, write my book, you will find it. Um, But it's also a link on the website as well. But if you want to join one of our paid groups, we have a group um, that's a group program and one that's a membership program. And those are two different options to check out as well. So that's something to keep in mind. If you need community, that's something we offer, you know, and like I said, you can always check out the free group and see if you like what we're doing, because we do similar and more things in our paid group as well. But I love that you are almost done, Adrian, and how you have Me too. grown so much through all of this. Because I, I feel like a proud mama bear who's been on the journey with you, you know, and that you're about to launch to the world on your own little two feet with, with your book. And so, <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be great. And for those, I don't know that we've said the name of your book. Have we said the name of your book yet? I don't think we have. No, we haven't. Gosh, it is called After the Pitch. It's a guide for new investors and new founders to gain funding and make uh, smart investment choices. Coming to Amazon and your bookstore soon. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but when he has that ready, and so I do encourage you, if this is a topic that you're interested in, to follow Adrian and... Um, He will keep you posted when the book is ready. And I appreciate working with you, Adrian. He's been one of my biggest cheerleaders. And so I appreciate all that he's done to spread the word about the right coach and write my book boot camp and everything that we do. So thank you. And I appreciate it. And I hope you have a great day.
Thank you, you too. for joining us on this episode of The Right Hour. Our goal is to help you achieve your writing dreams. You are one step closer to write your book. Learn how to get the book out of your head with the four steps we teach our clients. Sign up for the free email series at therightcoach.biz. The link is in the show notes. The four steps help you clarify your focus, create and organize your content, and complete your book. We share tips on the writing process, and you can download the writing planner to track your progress. Don't let fear and overwhelm keep you from writing your book. It's time to write your book.